0: The tour content from now through Pesach has been sponsored by the Kofsky family in loving memory of Adira who loved big ideas and asking big questions. Hello, I am Rabbi Matt Schneeweiss, and this is the Stoic Jew podcast, where we explore the relationship between Judaism and Stoicism. Today's reading is from Marcus Aurelius' Meditations, Book Eleven, Chapter Fifteen, and I'm going to start off reading the translation that is printed in the Daily Stoic um, by Ryan Holiday and Stephen Hanselman. Uh, but apparently, it's not the whole chapter, so I'm going to have to switch translations midway. Uh, but I'll, I'll 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 announce that I guess. <laughs> okay, so let's let's read. Aurelius says. How rotten and fraudulent when people say they intend to give it to you straight. What are you up to, dear friend? It shouldn't need your announcement, but be readily seen, as if written on your forehead, heard in the ring of your voice, a flash in your eyes, just as the beloved sees it sees it all in the lover's glance. In short, the straightforward and good person should be like a smelly goat. You know when they are in the room with you. <laughs> okay, now um, that's where that translation ends. Um, the Farquharson translation actually has something different for the smelly goat thing. Uh, the, the, so the Farquharson translation says, uh, the simple and good man ought to be entirely such, like the unsavory man, that those who stand by detect him at once, um, whether he will or not, as soon as he comes near. So I don't know about you. I mean, I guess a smelly human being, uh, and a smelly goat both are detectable, as soon as they enter the room. But I like the imagery of the smelly goat better. <laughs> uh, but then Carson's translation ends off by saying, but the affectation the affectation of simplicity is like a razor. Nothing is uglier than the wolf's profession of friendship. Avoid that above all. The good and simple and kind has these qualities in his eyes, and they are not hidden. So this, uh, this uh, excerpt from uh, Marcus Aurelius caught my eye because a couple weeks ago we were doing... The Rambam in Hilchos Deus, um, about the 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 virtue of integrity and the vices of uh, related to duplicity, um, and I actually just want to read the Rambam here because um, we uh, I, I think it it just complements Marcus Rilies really well, and then we'll go back to Marcus Rilies here. So he says, so the Rambam says, Asr is in Hilchos Deus, the laws of character traits um, in the Mishnah Torah, Sefer Hamada, Book of the Knowledge, Chapter Two, Halakha 6. It is prohibited for a person to accustom himself in words of, halakos is like duplicity or smooth talking, and then pitui, literally pitui means seduction, uh, but that kind of has a weird connotation in English. It's when you're really you know manipulating someone else uh, someone else's perception of reality for sinister purposes, um, uh, or for negative purposes, um, you could translate as pretense. We didn't really come up with good translations for halakos and pitui, but words of duplicity, pretense, uh, affectation—you um, uh, know, however you want to say it. Velo achas ba achas believe, and a person should not be literally one in mouth and another in heart, um, or one in speech and another in heart. Ella, rather, a person should be toho kavaro. He should be, uh, his inside should be like his outside. And that which is in his heart or his mind is uh, corresponds to that which is in his mouth, that which he says. It is prohibited to deceive anyone. Gnevas uh, Das literally means to steal someone's mind, uh, but I, the best English translation is deception. So it's usar to deceive anybody. It's prohibited to deceive anyone. Even a, a non Jew. how so? Lo yimkor la basar vela A person should not sell to a non-Jew uh, the meat of uh, of carrion or meat that's not, um, you know, that uh, that was not shifted properly. Uh, he shouldn't sell that meat to a non-Jew, included in bichlal uh, included in in kosher meat. In other words, even though the goy doesn't keep kosher. And to him, there are there is no difference. Then you still shouldn't call something kosher when it's not kosher uh, when you're selling it to him. You should not sell uh, a shoe made from the hide of uh, of an animal that died from natural causes uh, as if it were a shoe made from the hide of a slaughtered animal. Likewise, he should not pressure his friend to accept an invitation when he knows that the latter will refuse or or shower him with gifts if he knows that 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 his friend will not accept them uh, or nor should he open barrels of wine which he needs to open to sell and convince his friend that he opened them in honor of his friend uh, and similarly for other uh, similar cases even one word of of seduction, pretense, whatever you want to translate it as, and of trickery is prohibited. Rather, one should have a true speech, a trustworthy, reliable spirit, and a heart pure from all Amal, the is Now, I translated Amal usually, usually translate as toil. I translated it here as inner dissonance uh, because that I think captures what the Rama means when he says ahas bepev, ahas So, a heart free from all inner dissonance and and uh, and a uh, mischief or or uh, or you know um, uh, uh, ambush ambush type feelings. So, what the Rama is describing here. So, this is in the context of hilchos Deus where the Rama is talking about how to, uh, for the most part, to to strike. The middle path which are the good traits uh in every spectrum of traits but after outlining his general principles he focuses on certain deos certain uh you know uh personal qualities um in a more intensive way and so this is one of the ones that he, he singles out that you should be kavari. you should your inside should be like your outside and when we learned this we thought it was interesting that the it almost sounds like a contradiction because the rama begins that his treatment by saying, it's prohibited for a person to accustom himself in words of duplicity and pretense. And by using the word to accustom himself, it makes it sound like, uh, like the only problem here is if you make it into a habit. But engaging in one word here or there of duplicity is not necessarily uh, prohibited, but then by the end the Ram says even one word of duplicity and trickery is uh, is is prohibited. So that's a contradiction. Is it is it is the prohibition to accustom yourself in this behavior or is it one word? And we we tried out many different uh, <laughs> answers, and I'll I'll include the links to the two um, shearing from my Raman Baccius uh, uh, shear uh, in the show notes where we we analyzed it at length. But what we ended up saying is. Essentially, the prohibition is to accustom yourself in this. Meaning, you the 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 that the raman wants to keep you away from the trait that the raman wants to keep you away from is, or that the torah wants to keep you away from, is being achas uh, bepe achas belev, someone whose heart does not reflect what they their outward uh, speech and and actions. So that's really the prohibition, and the actions that correspond to that prohibition are words of duplicity and uh, and and two facedness. But here's the here's the catch, is that that the the it is so easy to, to slip into um into being a duplicitous person that you have to refrain from even one action, even one instance of it. In other words, there are certain bad traits that are bad, and it's it would be bad to accustom yourself to it, but one act is not gonna accustom you to it. So let's say, for example, you know, um, you should be frugal with your money, and um, and so the the opposite of frugality is being a spendthrift, where you just uh, spend whatever you have. And the action corresponding to spendthriftiness is is well, I guess what we call splurging, right? When you like indulge in a, in a in a lavish purchase. So the Ramam I think would not say. So he would say that it is prohibited to accustom yourself to be a spendthrift. But he would not say that one act of splurging is going to is prohibited, and would because it would make you into a spendthrift. However, being achas Be'pev, achas, believe being duplicitous and uh, and and not internal, not having that integrity, that is prohibited. But even one instance can set you on that 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 road because it, it's very easy to justify, you know, presenting uh, a false front for a certain purpose, or or uh, you know. Um, uh, displaying a certain, um, feeling or or emotion that doesn't actually represent what you actually think or feel. And it's, it is a a real slippery slope, not a slippery slope fallacy. It's a real slippery slope. And, uh, and in order to be a Toko Kavaro, you have to guard yourself exceedingly against that. Um, and the reason why I'm pairing this with Marcus Aurelius' meditations here is he says, I mean, he warns you if a person prefaces their statement by saying like, look, I'm going to be honest with you. That does throw into question. Well, are they not usually honest with me? But I think the smelly goat analogy is uh, is really the key thing here, which is that that and, and not only the smelly goat, but the idea that you should see it in their eyes, hear it in their voice, um, as if it's written on their forehead. Is that when you have a person who is Toko Kavaro, who has integrity and who is honest and straightforward, you know, like you you just know it, and uh, and it is as evident from talking to them in all these subtle cues um, and just the way that they are as, uh, as it would be when there's a smelly goat in the room that you just, you, it's undeniable. Like there's definitely a goat in this room, you know, and this person definitely is a person of truth and integrity, uh, and I can trust them. And that's really what the Ramam I think is, is, is emphasizing that we should strive for is being a person who is Toko Kavaro. That's a different kind of Dea than other things where you can, you know, certain Deos are, are, um, like again, let's uh, frugality is a good one. You know, like being frugal means that you make re- uh, responsible decisions with your money. You save when you need to save. You spend when you need to spend. Um, but it, it, you know, can you tell that someone is frugal just by interacting with them? No, because it really governs their 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 decision making. You know, that's a trait that's more tied to the decision making. But there are other midos that you can tell just from being around them. Like, I think one that that is similar to this is like haughtiness. You know, someone who is a megalomaniac, you can tell when you're around them that they have that quality. And same thing, someone who is humble, who has true humility, you can tell when you're around them. And uh, and this is in that category. And that's why I like the Marcus Aurelius analogy there. Um, And uh, yeah, so that's all I have to say about that. (laughs) That's it for today's episode. If you've gained from what you've learned here today and would like to support my production of even more Torah content, Please consider contributing to my Patreon at www, uh, www.patreon.com slash Rabbi Link is in the description. Um, and um, I was going to say, yeah, I really need to think about how I am uh, marking this Patreon because, you know, a couple of people have asked me if they could sponsor episodes. And yeah, of course you could sponsor episodes. You know, um, I just never thought to say that because uh, uh, that's not the way that my thinking is. So, um, but I, I guess I need to think about uh, about more ways to uh, to uh, engage uh, or to set up my Patreon. But that's that's for me to think about, not for me to muse about at the end of the podcast. Anyway, um, thank you to my listeners for listening, and thank you to my patrons uh, for supporting my efforts to make tour ideas available and accessible to everyone.